takes obedience to walk in the blessing. Oh, it's worth it. And everything you do toward obedience brings a blessing into your life. Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Gloria and Kelly Copeland discuss how Jesus paid the price for your sin. It has no hold on you at all. Get out of the shame game and press into a deeper union with God. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Believer's Voice of Victory. Kelly Copeland's back with us today, and we, she's got such wonderful things for us. We're enjoying our time together here around the Word, and we want to invite you to join us. So, Kelly, we're all ears. Oh, it's been really fun just talking about what's Yes, I know. It's exciting. Jesus is so big. He's so good. He loves us so much. And, you know, yesterday we were just reading God inside of a scripture, Je Jesus, union with Him, yeah. oneness Amen. with Him. And so I want to pick up there, but I want to go back just one verse or so from where we ended up. Um, Mom, I really, there, I really feel like today I want to talk to start out here about Jesus, what he did for us. You know, you may not know him. He, we're talking about all these things about Jesus being inside you and you may think, well, he's not. I don't know what you're talking about. If you've never asked Jesus to come into your life, yeah. please don't turn this channel. Oh. This is your day for a whole life you know, uh, we people flip houses, people get makeovers. We're talking a makeover top to bottom from the inside out. Oh, yeah. You, for the rest of your life, your life will be different. That's and no right. matter, you may think, well, my life is not that bad. Oh, comparatively, life without Jesus and life with Jesus, there's no comparison. That's good. That's true. And if you do know Jesus, but, you, you know, Honestly, Mom, I, we've all been living way under the bar. You know, as far as Jesus is concerned and life with Him, we've all been living under poverty level from what we are headed to. You know, living way under what He bought and paid for for us. And the reason He bought and paid for those things is He wants these things in your life. He wants this oneness with you so much so yeah. that we're operating in the same oneness with Him that He operates with in, with the Father. I, I, I think we'll get to some of that today where we really talk about Jesus' oneness with the Father in His own words. But He wants that same oneness with you that He has with His Father. I think the Bible, I think you could say that the Bible describes that in these few words. Days of heaven mm. on the earth. Absolutely. That's what the Lord has for us. If we'll get in there with him and do what he says, takes obedience to walk in the blessing. But, oh, it's worth it. And everything you do toward obedience brings a blessing into your life. Well, Hallelujah. God made these people originally, Adam and Eve, put them in the garden and had relationship with them, wanted to love them, wanted to pour. I mean, everything he poured out everything that they needed. Provided for them. 
Absolutely. And they had life with him. They yeah, walked in the right. garden. They talked Praise to him. God. They had this life with him. And they but, had one do not is all they had. Yeah. Don't eat do that not. fruit. That's mine. Let that tree alone. And you know what? God wasn't even withholding that. He, he would have ministered those things to them in the way, truth, sure. good and evil, all that. But when they ate that, when they disobeyed him, they, not, they had only known good intimately. That's right. That's but right. now instead of just knowing about evil, they knew evil intimately in their life. And since then, evil has been a part of people's lives. That wasn't God's idea. But when you leave God and you yeah, serve right. the enemy, you get what the enemy serves up. That's true. But that's right. that wasn't what God wanted. But no. he also didn't want to make people in a fashion where they had to do what he said. They choose. They got to but choose. They got to choose. That's right. I mean, he had the angels. They do what God says. If that's what he wanted, he didn't need to recreate. Most of them, but the one one didn't do what he said, and that was Satan. That's right. And, and he fell. He fell. So total separation mm -hmm. from God came from the angels. Well, that struck me in a different way this week. I want to read some of this to Good. you. We're reading out of the Passion Translation. Um, Colossians 1. Mom, I'm going to start with... Um, verse 88, um, it says, he's, he's writing this letter to we keep you in our prayers, this verse nine, that you would be filled to overflowing with the revelation of God's pleasure in your lives. God loves us. Mm -hmm. He's not mad oh, at does us. He, he loves us. This will make you reservoirs or containers of all wisdom and spiritual understanding. We pray you would walk in the ways of true righteousness pleasing God in everything you do. Well, you know, that verse right there is kind of a stopper for a lot of people because they feel like they haven't pleased God or the way I live hasn't pleased God. You're not walking in this alone. That's why we've been here a, for a week and a half now telling you, you don't have to please God on your own. You know, those words he, right there are the key to the blessing. Mm -hmm. The blessing was always dependent, blessing being manifest, was always dependent on an obedient people. When people were not obedient to the history of the scripture, when they weren't obedient, the curse was just waiting on them. Yeah, that's right. But when they began to turn and give their hearts to the Lord, the blessing was just waiting on them. And that's what we all desire and work to do and determine to do to receive. And this, there. and this life with him is not about rules and regulations like you may think. If you don't know him, you may no. think, or even if you've asked him into your heart, you may still think it's a life of rules and regulations that you keep to please God. It's not about that. That's it's true. when you're in union with his spirit inside, when he's inside you, he speaks out th through your life. He comes out in your life, which is what we've been talking about. Walking with him is not hard. Walking in his ways. It's not hard. It's easy. The reason it brings the blessing is because the things that he tells you to do are the That's things right. that work. The things he tells you to do are the things that bring life. And that life on the inside of you, or if you don't know him yet, we're going to give you an opportunity at the end of this broadcast to know him and to have that life. But I love this because what he wants for you is expressed in the rest of this verse. It says, then you'll become fruit bearing branches, yielding to his life and maturing in the rich experience of knowing God in his fullness. 
And we pray that you would be energized with all his explosive power from the realm of his magnificent glory, filling you with great, great hope and joy in the Holy Spirit. See, it's not about you doing step one, step two, step three. It's about the life of him inside of you coming out. That's what happens when it comes out of you. You know, God's not looking to be displeased with you. Everything that you do that folk that looks to him or focuses on him or turns to him for help pleases him. Your faith in him pleases him. You may be in the biggest mess of your life and all you have to do is say, Lord, I turn to you and I put my faith in you. You just please the Father. All that other stuff doesn't matter. He will keep working with you. We read yesterday, subduing everything in you to himself, cleaning you out, cleansing you to where the real life of God begins to come out in your life. That's his job. You know, but when you turn to him in faith, do you turn to him in help for help? That pleases him. So I, listen to this, mom. This was so good. This is on the next page, page 89 on the Passion Translation. And this is letters from heaven, which is Colossians 1, Even though you were once distant from him, living in the shadows of your evil thoughts and actions, He reconnected you back to himself. Praise God. That's right. All that Adam did to mess up, all that Eve did to mess Mm -hmm. up, all the enemy did to try to keep us out of the family and the presence of God. Jesus, just like that, in one act of giving his life, reconnected us back, opened the door for us to have him back to be back into Mm -hmm. his presence. He released his supernatural peace to you through the sacrifice of his own body as the sin payment on your behalf. He's already done all that. He's paid the price so that you would dwell in his presence. That's all. That's what God wanted. You being in his presence, that's what pleases God. Mm -hmm. He wants you to be in his presence. Because that's where you can be blessed. Yes. And he wants to love on you. That's why he had a family in the first place. And now there is nothing between you and the Father God. Isn't that good? Mm -hmm. For he sees you. This is how God sees you when you belong to him. When you're born again. As holy, flawless, and restored. Now, honestly, this might be, this might shake up your religious thinking. But even if your life is a mess, God the Father sees you as holy, flawless, and restored. In Jesus, that's the way we are. And you know what? It's Jesus's job and the Holy Spirit to actually make it come to pass out here with you. They're going to keep working with you until you say, yes, do it, Lord. I want to be in your presence. I want to live my life out based on what's in me and not out here, based on the fruit of the spirit that's in me, not the work of the flesh. I want you to help me, but it's their job to make those things come to and pass. if we mess up, we can repent. We can repent. Jesus keeps working with you. Cleansing. Verse 23 says, continue to advance in faith, mm-hmm. assured of a firm foundation to grow upon. You know, we just have the foundation of him to grow on. God doesn't expect us to be perfect. In fact, it says never be shaken from the hope of the gospel you've believed in. Here's what keeps striking me, Mom. What? I keep hearing this word humanity. We get so frustrated with our own humanity, 
with someone else's humanity or we get angry when somebody disappoints us. We feel like we've disappointed God. You get so hung up on your humanity as being the problem when you focus out here. But I want you to know, or even when people think, uh, my humanity is messing me up. You know, Jesus is the answer to our humanity. But the fact of the matter is that it's our humanity that God loves. It's our humanity. Even we, we think, I think even if you may have been partners with us for a long time, you've heard the word, you've done, you've changed your life, you're a giver, you're, you walk in the fruit of the spirit and all this, but you feel like, oh no, I messed up. I, I'm imperfect. Duh. Everybody messed <laughs> up. It's okay. But we got straight. Well, of course, but we, he's, we, he's we working in us our forgiveness to get us cleansing. straight. Yeah. But don't be so upset about your humanity. If you get upset about it or you get upset about somebody else's being human and messing up, and they may be really messing you up for real. I'm or not saying that. Against any. But when you focus on Jesus and you get your instructions from him and you get your peace from him and you get your joy from him, you get your wisdom, your life from him, he's going to fix those things that are messed up. But that's the reason he came. Mm. And our humanity is what God loved about us. He made us human. Our humanity is what required Jesus to come in human form. Hebrews is filled with, he is our perfect leader because he was a human. His humanity went before us and paid the price for us to be more than human, for us to have God himself inside of us. That makes us more than human. We're not just human. Yes, we're human. Yes, we have humanity. Yes, we can mess up. But we have God himself inside us. We should not That's get right. so focused and so caught up in the struggle of our mistakes or shame or let Satan beat us up or talk to us. When you mess up, man, the last thing you want to do is let Satan talk to you about it. Go to God. Because this is what struck me, Mom, last night. I, I wrote it here. I should just read it. I wrote it in here in this book. God loves us for our humanity. After all, you know what? He did not pay a high price for the one-third of the angels that fell with Satan. Mm -hmm, that's true. He paid no price to have them back. He did not look to have that angelic being back. I mean, we think about God wants me to be angelic. No, he wants you to be human. That's why he created you that way. And it's why he sent God himself in the form of Jesus to buy us back. Man, that just stuns me when I think about Praise all God. the stuff I've tried to focus on as being the problem instead of focusing on Jesus as being the answer. Praise God. And then he goes on, we read this yesterday, this divine mystery of Christ revealed in us, living on the inside of us, the very nature of God. Um, he even says that, uh, chapter 2, verse 2 says, Christ unveiled within you, that's the mystery. He says, verse 6, in the same way you received Jesus our Lord and Messiah by faith, Continue your journey of faith. 
You know, yeah. we received him in faith. He is the one who's developing and instigating and birthing our faith. He put the faith in you in the first place to ask him into your heart. You didn't even have to do that on your own. Continue your journey of faith, progressing further into your union with him. Once what, you get born again, keep going. 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 This for page 92, Mom. I'm not um, going far enough. Okay, I see it. Continue your journey of faith, progressing further into your union with him. Your spiritual oh, roots good. go deeply into his life as you continually are infused with strength and encouraged in every way. For you are established in the faith you have absorbed and enriched by your devotion to him. So when you are devoted to him and you are, that's a moment, you can decide to be that, that quickly. I'm devoting my life to you, Jesus. I'm going to turn to you. I'm going to look in your word. I'm going to worship you. I'm going to pray. And it's not about those things as being habits. It's about your life living with him and being increased. Because listen to this. This is what he came to do. Verse 9. For he is the, and this is the truth. He is the full and complete expression of deity. All of God. The, the fullness of God living in human form. You want to talk about humanity? He is humanity filled with God. But guess what? You and I, if you've asked him into your heart, if you haven't, you're going to get to today. And I believe you will. We are God. We are humanity filled with God. And the awesome thing is he never turns anybody down. No. I mean, you know, I've, I've spoken to the people on death row and in Texas prisons and I've, they've killed people, some of them multiple people, but they came to God, they got forgiveness and they're new creatures in Christ Jesus. They didn't get out of death row, but now they're new creatures in Christ Jesus. Ultimately. And when they go from this body, some of them have been executed even, they went right into his arms. Man, what, Glory a, what a to change. God. Precious people, precious. precious people. And verse 10 says, our own completeness is now found in him. We are not lacking anything because mm -mm. we are complete, completely filled, it says, with God. Amen. Completely filled with God. Look at what it says here, Mom. As Christ's fullness overflows within us. What is that? That's what we've been talking. What happens when Christ's uh, fullness overflows within us? Fruit, produce, production of his spirit, production of the blessing, production of the things that we need. Amen. Through our union with him, we have experienced a circumcision of our heart, a dedication of our heart. Now all of the guilt and power of sin in Ooh, the flesh good. has been cut, cut away, away and removed from us. Somebody might say, well, you don't know what I did. <laughs> It doesn't matter what you did. No, it doesn't. Jesus paid the price for you to have a makeover. It's called being born <laughs> over again, born again. A new creature, a new spirit put in you. So if you've been living a lifestyle that's opposite that even, you can just make Jesus the Lord of your life and you'll be born over. You'll be a, what the Bible calls a new creation in Christ Jesus. All things passed away. All things became new. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Isn't that, yeah, yeah. Isn't that marvelous, Kelly? Yes. And you don't have to clean up first. Mm -mm. How are you going to clean up? 
before you come to Him. You can't, He's going to work those things out in your life and bless you and teach you and lead That's you. Right. But today, in this moment, don't even worry about that. Don't even think about that. That's not even any of your business right now because it says all the guilt and Trust power of God. sin has been cut away and removed from us and it wasn't because of something good we've done. Yeah. So to try to do something good to get that to happen or to do something good to please God, you're missing the, you're missing the point or you're missing the thing that pleases God. The thing that pleases God is Christ in you. Hallelujah. It's the very thing that He set out to do is to be in you. And so it, it's not because of something good we've done. It's not because it's not in spite of, I no, mean, it's not it held doing. off because of something bad we've done. It says it's because of what Christ, the anointed one has accomplished or has Amen. done for us. That's it's right. not a flesh work. It's a fruit of the spirit work. It's a him inside of us work. And I'll read this. Uh, I'll just keep reading until we run out of time. On the next page, mom, page like 94. That. Isn't yeah. that good? Verse 19 says, we receive directly from him and his life supplies vitality to every part of his body. When you ask him into your heart, you're a part of his body. He's supplying a vitality in life to every part of his body through the joining ligament, ligaments that connecting us all as one. He is the divine head who guides his body and causes he, he, this is his job. And he does it well, causes it to grow mm -hmm. by the supernatural power of God. And he can do this. You think, well, that hadn't been happening in my life. All you have to do is yield to it. You don't have to make all these things happen. But in our life with him, we yield to it. Chapter 3, verse 1 says, Christ's resurrection from the dead is your resurrection too. That belongs to you. That's our oneness with him. He says, it says feast or you, you know, set your eyes on, look at the treasures of the heavenly realm, fill your thoughts with heavenly realities and not with the distractions of the natural realm. Kelly, I'm still thinking about the girls that I met on death row. Sweet girls, they'd all been born again. Most of them filled with the spirit. It seemed like at that time there was five or six. Now listen to what this says with that in mind. And through the divine authority of his cross, he canceled out every legal violation mm. we had on our record <laughs> and the old arrest warrant that stood against us. Mm. He erased it all, our sins, our, our stained soul, and our shameful pale, uh, failure to keep his laws. He deleted it all. Hallelujah, and they and they cannot be retrieved. Oh, mom, that's Isn't that so awesome? good. Glory to Down God. I don't care what you've done. Jesus paid the price for it, and you make Jesus the Lord of your life. And the Bible says you become a new creation, mm. and those old things have passed away, and all things become new. So, so if you've powerful. got things in your life you thought you could never get rid of, you were wrong. You just receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. You'll be born over again in His likeness. Hallelujah. Oh, I love it, Mom. I think it's such a good word. It says it changes your DNA of Adam is erased and the DNA in Christ has been embedded. And I think the experience of ministering to the girls at, at, on death row just totally just helped me to see the greatness of the new birth. Now, we've all been guilty but we haven't all murdered people. 
But that would be the, probably the worst thing you could think of. Yeah. But they became new creatures in Christ Jesus. They begin. They they started having prayer meetings in prison, Bible studies. Well, I'm so glad you. We're out of time. We'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.